Hello, everyone. Hi. <laughs> I don't know what that was, but welcome to At Home with Linda and Drew Scott. Linda's losing it. And this is a show where we chat with artists, experts, dreamers, and doers about what makes us feel most at home, like Linda snort laughing right now. What makes you feel at home? Um, wow. Okay. Thanks, everyone. <laughs> this is At Home. Okay, so here's the Orgay. thing. Okay, sorry, okay, I didn't, okay. I didn't mean to mock you. But she I always just mocks did. Sorry, me. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Uh, she's so Canadian. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry, sorry. So we usually leave sort of recap episodes and sort of some of our favorite moments from and the highlights. year to the end of the year, but this is our 100th episode. Happy 100! You look damn good for 100, Linda. <laughs> <laughs> so young. I get it from my mom. This isn't like a recap episode. This is just a reminiscing episode. I think it's a good time for us to reflect on, you know, a few things that we've learned or, or more so like what we still love about doing what we do with at home. And where Why we want to go. Yeah. Do we want to continue? We, we do ask ourselves Wait, that. Wait, do you want to continue? I want to continue. I do, but sometimes I just ask like, why? You why know what I mean? This? Like mm. I always, every single day, I'm like, what am I doing? And is that like bad? Every, every day, every day I, you say, what am I doing in life? I do ask myself that. I is mean, that, I, I, if you're, if it's like that, like you're like, what no, am I doing in life? Whereas I'm always like, sometimes, what am I doing in life? Like excited about what else can I do? Or, or what am I excited about doing? Um, yeah. Yeah. My armpits are sweaty now. Sometimes, no. Okay. So it's not always that tone. Like, oh, what am I doing in life? Sometimes it is like a lot of the times it is. And other times it's like, okay, what am I, what do I want to do? Like, what am I so doing? So what, what do you want to do? Uh, let's not talk about that right now. Nope. You brought that up. This is our 100th episode. This is where we reminisce about what we've been doing. And we're going to dig in deep to figure out. We actually have an escape room in an hour. So. It's true. First, you have to escape me in this room. Digging My deep with questions. My armpits are literally sweaty. I don't okay. like that question. Okay, if ADT wasn't professional enough, now ADT installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. I mean, what are they going to do next? They're, they're going to start a country singing career. I would listen to a country band named ADT. Also, I like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with my Google Nest doorbell. Just saying. Your Google Nest doorbell? I said our. He said my. Everybody check that. Yeah. All right. Well, I like to control my ADT smart devices, like my lights, my locks. <laughs> my security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. And I like to say, hey, Google, to get started. Listen, I said ours. I'm all about ours, not mine. <laughs> Help protect what matters most with all this, plus 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. First off, all these episodes that we've done, mm -hmm. Linda and I could not do this by ourselves. No. We have Definitely such not. a rock star team. We just want to give a little bit of love to the team. A lot of love. A lot of love. 
so Brandon Angelino, he's been with us from the get-go. Yeah. yeah. I mean, most of our team have actually been with us from the get-go. Where did we find Brandon? Brandon no, not fine. Brandon, How did we get connected with cr- Brandon? He was curled up on our front porch in a little <laughs> basket. And, uh, oh, he was so cute. He was so adorable. He had a little bonnet. <laughs> <laughs> no, Brandon was a, was a referral of a referral for looking for a from podcast who? producer. Um, I think... Is it from Taylor? I think it was from Taylor. Yeah, Taylor K. Hey, Taylor. Yeah, it was. Hey, Taylor. So anyway, Brandon's um, one of our podcast producers, uh, and Hannah Fanlinda's sister is um, our producer, Mm -hmm. and they're just a rock star duo. And Annalie, you all know Annalie. She helps with all our research. Our sister from another mister, uh, researcher, Courtney um, Iwanis. She does all of our socials. Anything you see us post about it, she creates that. Um, Such a good eye for great content Mm -hmm. too. Sometimes I feel like in photos and videos, I'm like, oh man, I'm just, I'm looking tired, whatever. And she finds a way to make me look energetic. And she doesn't airbrush me that I know of. No, you don't look tired. and Good. And even when you do, whatever. If you look you tired, maybe me. it's because you're tired. Possibly. <laughs> so uh, we always laugh too because our brother-in-law Wes, he is like our tech, tech support. Guru. He also he keeps our at-home website. So if you go to athomepodcast.net, he keeps that up and going. But uh, and he's working on a new one for us, and it's going to be amazing. It's going to be amazing. But anything we need, and if I have a problem with my iPhone, I don't go to Apple. I go to him. And Chris Cobain and Nicole Schachter, they're up in Toronto, and they help with. Mastering all of our sound, all of our sound. Sabrina and Jess, they bring in and uh, schedule all of our amazing guests that we've had. That is a task and a half, let me tell you. It is a puzzle. And then we have Denny, Dennis Illick, who has done photography. You guys have seen him do a lot of celebrity photography. He's worked with us for many years. Um, And it's so the visual, the audio, and also the music for our podcast and our social channels. That's sort of like the trio of um, our team as well. Victoria Shaw and Chad Carlson, they do all of our theme music. And then once in a while, we have special music in the episodes and that's produced by Rick Russo, who is also Drew's guitar teacher. Yes, Rick is a master in many ways. He makes me, so if you've ever watched my singing and strumming, all that strumming is Rick. Yeah, and Uh, I know this is like, this is getting really long and like music needs to start playing to like wrap us up. But we also have to thank, like huge, huge thanks to our friends at ADT. Yeah, they've been with us from the get-go. So they're sort of like the OGs of at home. Um, and I love it because they they share our values. Family is always first. And we've had a lot of fun with some of the, the content that we've done on YouTube with ADT as well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they're just awesome people to work with and we believe in what they do. I mean, we wouldn't work with anyone who we don't, you know, respect exactly in that way so and we have yeah. all of their products in our yeah. home and of course thank you to all of our guests we have all had one well well more than 100 because we've had you know if some multi-episodes, yeah, multi. some compilation episodes. And uh, and also thank you to all of you, everyone yes. out there who listens, our at-home community. We call you our homies because you are, uh, and you know everything we do here, th- this is what I want to dig into as well. I feel for us, it's 100 episodes has really made me realize that we're creating a community of like-minded, amazing people here, um, passionate, passionate about relationships and passionate about doing good for our planet. And I just think it's it's so important for us to continue these conversations and grow. Speaking of conversation, I am going to like pick a word out of that thing you just said. You said community of like-minded people. I don't think that we all need to be like-minded. That's a good point. Like, I, I like a good 
debate. That's a good point, and that's a good debate point. So you don't need to be like-minded to be a part of any community. I think we have like open-minded. There There we go. go. Open-minded and open-hearted. Yes. There we go. I like that. That's a great change. Okay, let's wrap it up here. And we're done. (laughs) So so tell tell me this. What was it that was making you feel like, do we want to continue? Just dig into that a bit more. Not that I don't ever want to continue. It's just like, what can we continue to offer that's not necessarily different, but valuable um, to whoever's listening and watching? I mean, and we always love to hear from you as well, whether it's on social media, um, you you can hit us up or even if you want to text me, 310-496-8667. What is it that you love about at home? Sort of what what areas of conversations do you enjoy? For me, what has been really valuable is every guest we have, we're learning from their experiences. We're not bringing people on necessarily with a full agenda. We're bringing on to learn and grow from them. And every guest, I have new questions, which Mm -hmm. makes me want to continue to research whatever we were talking about, whether it was like Dr. Jay Lemery talking about built environment or whether it was talking with Mina Starziak about you know, vulnerability and family dynamic. There's so many things that have really helped me grow. I, I feel over the past two seasons of At Home, I've truly grown as a person. I'm more open-minded and more empathetic uh, to others. I feel like you have as well. And I feel like you were a much better listener. I think um, with your background, you're so used to being asked the questions and just kind of and you tell me if you feel this way, and kind of like having, you know, soundbite answers. Mm -hmm. But I feel like because we take the time in these conversations, um, you're able to like process what people are saying and like, I don't know, have a proper conversation rather than just like speed round answers. Yeah, I actually kind of kicked myself a little bit looking back because I realized I was not a good listener as much as I thought I was. But that's okay, was don't worry, of, I've kicked you. You've for, kicked me many yeah. a time, but <laughs> you can only reach my knees, so it wasn't too bad. Uh, but yeah, it, w- it was more like I was waiting for my turn to talk. And uh, now now when I, whenever I see that happening, I'm like, there's a good reminder for me to mm. actually engage in the conversation. Not Multitasking is something I've always been proud of, that I'm a great multitasker. But the more I learn and the more I grow, I realize multitasking is really the devil when it comes to trying to focus on the here and now and mm-hmm. focus on conversation mm-hmm. yeah. or learning. Yeah. So going back to like you asked, like why did you ask why we want to continue or why yeah. do I want to continue? I think I struggle with it, but when I do sit with it, it always goes back to the why we started to do this in the first place. And it was because we were never at home. We were never in one place for more than like a week or two. And even when we were like certain places didn't feel like home. So I just wanted to like slow down and be at home and have, Mm -hmm. you know, non-surface conversations. And I feel like we've been able to do that. Do Uh, do you find the number, you know, a new guest every week? Sometimes we'll, we'll record episodes a couple in a week. Is that slowing down for you or does that feel like it's, it stresses you out? Because sometimes I feel it looks like it stresses you out. It stresses me out, but once we get... So like before a chat, I can be stressed about it if we're doing like two in a day. And then I'm like, oh, why are we doing this? Like we don't need to cram it in like we do everything else. But I don't know, life just happens that way. And in the end, I do really enjoy the conversations and just be like, okay, we're setting aside an hour or two 
to talk with this one person. And that's amazing. And that's amazing that they give us the time. Yeah. I, I, I hear you. I mean, the, the thing that's, you know how I am as a, a nerd when it comes to learning something new or something that I'm excited about, but the more we have these conversations, it actually gets me excited to have multiple conversations in one day. And I just know that between you and me, like that's, I'm somebody who kind of thrives on that much, mm-hmm. whereas it shuts you down at times. And yeah. so find, finding that balance, that's been the best part. At home has been our balance. Between yeah. my high energy, go, 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 your slow um, sort of thought, thoughtful place. process. Not slotheth, no, thoughtful. Not, I don't mind being a Considerate. sloth. Considerate. <laughs> this whole year or two years or whatever, a million years, we've just been figuring out like, okay, what do we want to focus on? Because again, like you said, we can do a million things. And I feel like we've landed on a few things, right? For, for at home, mm-hmm. like one for sure being self-development yeah. and growth. And then of course, design. But L- like, li- like beyond, your life, like yeah. designing life, lifestyle design, but not just talking about your home. It's not an aesthetic thing. It's how you want to live your life, how you want to feel fulfilled in yeah. your life. And even when it does come to like traditional design, like interior or, or built environments, um, I want to learn like how we can do it better. Mm-hmm. That I mean, that's the thing. We're in an exciting age. You know, obviously there's a lot of, when you, when you look at the climate action that's needed, it can be scary, but there are a lot of good things being in this digital age because there is a lot of innovation mm-hmm. that can help us do all the things we do so much better. Mm-hmm. Do things in a way that we're not polluting ourselves and our planet. Yeah. And, and the last or the third thing I think is a common theme throughout our conversations is relationships mm-hmm. it, naturally because and everything intersects. I think that that's the great thing for yeah. us. I mean, a part of our relationships is that self-development, uh, a part of how we, what build, we surround ourselves with. Yeah. And how we build our community. And, and again, coming back to everyone listening, this is, you're a part of this for us. You are our community and we love hearing from you on social media. The more we have these conversations, the way that, it sparks new questions in my mind Mm -hmm. that I want to find answers to. I'm hoping that everyone else who's open-minded out there, it's sparking new questions or thoughts in their minds. And Mm -hmm. then that will continue to sort of grow through their community as well as ours. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT believes the smarter the home, the safer the security. Help protect what matters most with 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. You said that very professionally. I try. (laughs) Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help you make your home smarter and safer. Yeah, when we're talking about relationships, it makes me think about that that TED talk with um, Robert Waldinger, I think I'm saying his name right, where he he's part of the longest research study on happiness. I think it spans like 75 years, years yeah. or something. Or no, I think like 80 years now. I think that was five years ago, that talk. But what they found after following their subjects, these people for decades, they found that the thing that makes them the healthiest and happiest is their like strength and health of their relationships. Mm-hmm. And it's like, obviously it sounds obvious, but it's like, why can't we, I don't know. Like but, why, why do, why don't we strive for that more versus like success and, yeah, and money? And, and that's the thing though, is it sounds obvious or the solution is obvious for us, like healthy eating or healthy living, but we just don't do it. Or we get distracted by 
work, the pace of life, things that get in the way or we make excuses. And so I think uh, that focus on relationships is something that has actually been a great thing over this last year. I think you and I have really focused on that too. Where do you feel like you focus on it most? You and me. I think us sort of reconnecting and spending quality time together, not just at the end of the day, you know, while we talk about what was work like and then we pass out. And on top of that, I think with some of our our family and and friends too, just having some more of those one-on-one moments. So like be specific, how do you do it? Me personally, Mm -hmm. trying to cook you breakfast on a Sunday morning Mm -hmm. um, with my world Uh famous crepes. Tell me more. She likes my crepes and my pancakes. It's not bad. <laughs> I don't do lunches or dinners or desserts as well as Linda does, but I can do a mean smoothie and I can do a mean crepe. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'll take that. How do you feel like you improve your relationships? I think, like what are the like objective things that you do? So for me, um, work relationships is a big thing. I, I have found over, you know, we've been filming our shows for almost 12 years now. And we have a lot of crew that are with us, a lot of new crew that come and go, um, depending on what city we've been in. But a lot of times it ends up being, we kind of, we come to set, we film, film, we go, 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 and then we're out. And, you know, sometimes there are certain crew or, you know, I, I don't even remember their name because they haven't been there that long or I'm not face to face with them. And I had a moment where I was thinking about it. I'm like, that's, it's really disrespectful for me not to take the time to get to know them or some of the crew that have been with us a long time. And I didn't even realize that they had kids. And so stuff like that, I mean, it's, they spend half their life with me. And, and so to, I've been spending more time talking to the crew and actually, you know, getting to know more about them instead of just knowing them on set, mm-hmm. just building relationships. And again, this comes down to stop multitasking, focusing on that one conversation at a time, because that's also how I'll remember what we're mm-hmm. talking about. Yeah. And I, I have noticed that you take more time to do that. And I think historically like when you're on set you're just anytime you're not um in the middle of a take you're on your phone emailing and catching up like you're always and when you get back from work you're just catching up you're always catching up like Mm -hmm. oh i gotta email like work when i get home from set yeah so it's like another six hours well actually and that's another thing too is i would then be emailing our office crew after hours because I'm trying to catch up or I'm trying to get work things done, realizing that's not respecting boundaries with this work relationship because mm-hmm. a lot of them feel the need to respond to me in the evening when they should be spending time with their family. So I've been eliminating that as well, still trying to, sometimes I still do it, but trying mm-hmm. to get rid of that habit to really help improve the work relationships. Mm-hmm. What about your relationship with yourself? So for me and myself, understanding what really kind of gets me excited or passionate and a big part of that aside from Linda is um, furthering my knowledge and education that's why I've been loving digging into at home that's why I love these conversations with we had Gina McCarthy she's the White House National Climate Advisor I mean to just have a conversation with her to really understand the big things that are happening to change environmentally within the country that's exciting to me Mm -hmm. and then also furthering my education I'm actually going to finish my degree I'm going to get my MBA and figuring out these sort of things that that really excites me. It's going to be busy and it's I'm going to so be hard. I'm so excited for you. And it, like, it's, it's inspiring me to go back and, you know, study up on the things that I'm interested in too. Yeah. And, and we'll I think study together. We have, we'll have study, study blocks. <gasps> 
I love study days. Let's go back to, I guarantee when you were in school, you had your, your calendar, your class schedule, and you would doodle all over it and you would spend most of your time crafting your class schedule. Yeah. And then I would miss my classes or be late <laughs> or like, I still have nightmares. Oh my God. This is a recurring nightmare where like I show up in a classroom and I hadn't gone for like the entire semester and it's the final exam. Oh my gosh. It's. Uh, pretty much like real life. <laughs> that, that's great. I love it. Perfect. Um, but Let's no, it is really that. inspiring. Well, thank you. And and I mean, I think you seeing that support that you give me and then seeing you get excited about things that you want to go back and dig into to learn more about, that's that's super exciting. Mm-hmm. And, and honestly, this all comes from at home. Because it, it's this community that's that's sort of embracing and supporting and everybody's sort of cheering everyone on. Imagine like uh, continuing to grow what we do here. Is anybody out there who's listening? Have you been listening to some of our conversations and has it encouraged you to dig further into something that you've been passionate about? Yeah, or is would, anyone else going back to school or taking classes, whether it's like pottery or... Environmental or social action. Anything. Whatever it might be. I want to hear about this. You, you definitely have to let us know because... Yeah, because Drew's been asking around and just like picking everyone's brain and it's, it is very fascinating. I have. Lots, <laughs> lots of exciting things to come. So with all this being said, these are all, you know, reasons for continuing the podcast. What are a couple of conversations you'd love to have? I think I'd want to learn more about nutrition. Mm-hmm. And in terms of like a relationship or, or improving my relationship with myself. I think I want to learn more about like the science or psychology behind like mental blocks and like what's, what hmm. stops us from like doing the things we want to do. I know there are so many like mm-hmm. social uh, factors that play into, you know, people reaching their goals. Like not everyone can all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, but like mentally and emotionally, like I I do want to learn like what is it that that makes us our own worst critics. I think with that in that vein, which is interesting to me, is you and I have figured out like there are certain things that actually energize me that shut you down. Oh yeah. And vice versa. And so I think that's really fascinating to try and understand what makes us tick, but also what makes others tick, because I think that'll help us all communicate better. You know, every mm-hmm. relationship you know, it's two different personalities, right? You know, mm-hmm. like, uh, and, and I think that that's exciting for me to continue to learn more about that, just like what you said, because that will actually help me know when I'm, when I see something I'm doing that's shutting me down, I can acknowledge it and I can actually take action against that to make sure that it doesn't. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the other thing is going back to relationships and happiness, like there, there must be like a science behind it. And like just the same way you would work out and eat a certain way to improve your your body Physique, and wellness. Yeah. Like you, there are things that you can do to improve your relationships. And yeah, mm-hmm. I kind of want to lean in more into that. Um, so basically like the, those um, cities around the world that are supposed to be the happiest places in the world. <gasps> Let's go. We can create that <laughs> if we learn that secret something which it's is not probably, even a secret. No. I mean, a lot of it is um, the pace that we, in North America, the pace that we yeah. work at and our focus on work as opposed yeah. to focus on, you know, working to live, not living to work. Ugh. Yeah, that's a whole thing. Mm. And it's, I think what, what really helps is how different you and I are from mm. one another because it, 
on the one hand, like we you said, we say we want to slow down and like enjoy the simple life, but a lot of the things we're doing, they it doesn't express that, you know, like like running you running a big business and company, like it doesn't. Mm. I don't know. Like there are just so many. Like for me, it feels like contradictions, but at the same time, I know that even though you're running like a, a company, it doesn't mean that it has to lack val- core values. Yeah, I feel. Because we, we, we've, we've said we've said that all the know. time, slowing down to enjoy life. But in reality, I think it's less slowing down to enjoy life, and it's focusing in on certain moments of life to enjoy it. Because I don't have to stop running our no, company. I don't have no. to stop doing our shows. Mm-hmm. We don't have to stop doing at home to enjoy life. Yeah. We just need to make sure that we don't want to overload our plate. But we also just want to make sure we're honing in on, on the things that make us happy. Mm-hmm. Ooh, and that's a that's a really good. I don't know if you've said that before. Like that's a good way to rephrase it because I know that whenever I say like Drew, like I wish we could just slow down. I know that triggers not maybe mm-hmm. not triggers you, but like that scares you in a way because you're like, why would I want to slow down when I'm doing the things that I love to do? Mm-hmm. So like. And why would I ask you to stop doing the things you, know, you want to do? But spiteful. it's not what I'm asking. Yeah. It's like, yeah. So it is just like a refocusing on the things that matter. Right. Because again, too, everyone's pace is different, especially with our relationship. We've, we've realized I can do multiple things. You know, there's another form of multitasking for me, but I can do multiple things without it burning me out. Whereas other people couldn't, they want to just focus on one at a time. That's something to celebrate that we're all different. I think it's harder for me to accept that we are different and that I'm just happier, slower because I say that and I know that like I feel good in that place, but then outwardly I, I'm like, okay, I gotta keep up, I gotta keep up. Like otherwise I'm perceived as lazy and unproductive and like No, in your useless. mind, in your mind. In my mind, I think I will be perceived as right. such. Because yes. I don't feel anyone would ever think that with you because again, with what you do, you're so creative. You need that space to sort of breathe and but, soak it in. But you uh, now see, this is my like, like my brain talking. The counteraction. My, yeah. You said creative, but like I... I don't, I have to create to be creative. Like, what am I creating? Do you know? Like, that's how my mind goes. Like, but, but creativity is everything different. The creativity know, is this podcast. Creativity is uh, the, the cute Halloween decor things that you've been doing for with the, our nieces and nephew. I, so I, I think you'll always be your worst critic. Yeah, it's dumb because I would never tell anyone else that and I would never think that of anyone else. Yeah, so why would they necessarily know. think that of you? It's, it is interesting when we have, you know, our conversations with our therapist, Julie talks about, you know, that idea of celebrating our differences all the time. And I do notice, by the way, um, when you, you are supporting me with the education goals and different things that I do that do keep me at a busy pace, I really do notice and I love the support that you give and that actually energizes me. And I appreciate that. I know that's something that Julie's talked about, but I, uh, constantly the thing that I need to do is always remember there are two sides to every conversation and to remember not to just tell things the way I'm, I would perceive them, but to try and communicate it in a way that I know they will be received depending on who I'm talking to. And then also just listening more, stop talking and listening mm-hmm. like right now. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I don't even know like where, what we're getting at here. I think we've, this is reflection. Like really, it's 100th yeah, episode reflection. This is just like verbal diarrhea. <laughs> So, Reflective diary. <laughs> with, with, with that being said and gross, um, 
I, I do feel after a hundred episodes, I thought it was actually more. To be totally honest, I thought we were we were around one hundred and fifty or creeping up on two hundred uh, episodes. Two hundred. I just don't know what I was thinking, but it, it's just to me. Drew also thinks like something that happened um, like last month. He was like. Uh, or no, like two years ago, he'll say like, yeah, a couple weeks ago. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> but no, maybe it's just for me, I lose track of time and space because I just me get too. so into something. Yeah. But yes, it's these conversations and then bringing guests on to learn something totally new. I think the balance of having, you know, people on the, who we've known for years, like Jasmine Roth or when, you know, Jonathan and Zoe were on those conversations, I still love it because we're learning from life experiences and then we have experts that come in in certain topics that are so fascinating to us and to learn something completely new at a deeper level. Mm-hmm. So, so or to the, look at things completely differently. Yeah. Like Dr. Shafali, yeah. Ethan Cross. And also with that in mind too, we're not sticking ourselves just in a bubble of, like I said before, like-minded or open-minded people. We are having conversations with people who may have some differing opinions, but maybe we're going to learn from them and hopefully they can learn from us. And hopefully we're finding ways to sort of bridge certain gaps and expand our knowledge. And I think the more we all understand each other, we- peak curiosity. To peak curiosity, mm-hmm. but the more we understand each other and the more we become familiar with each other on this planet, mm-hmm. the more empathy we'll have for each other. And I think that will help us all- Share a little more love. I agree. That was my cheesy. So that's, that's a good reason to continue. Yeah. To share the love. Yeah. Well, thanks to everybody for joining us. Thank you so much for joining us for the 100th episode. Boop, 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 boop. I have a giant cake for you. I'm going to give you in just a little bit here. Oh, 100 candles. Yes. Uh, we have a lot of great conversations this month. We will be seeing you next week. Bye. Ciao. Love you. ADT now professionally installs Google Nest products with their smart home security systems because ADT is awesome and believes that the smarter the home, the safer the security. I can't wait to see what they do next. They're going to put Google Nest doorbells on the moon. (laughs) Actually, I'd like to know what's happening at our front door from virtually anywhere with our Google Nest doorbell. I do love how when we're out at dinner, we can see exactly what's going on at the front door. And we can control our ADT smart devices like... Lights, locks, the security system with Google Nest speakers and displays. Mm -hmm. All you have to say is, hey, Google, to get started. Well, I think it's great for people to help protect what matters most with all of this. Plus, 24-7 professional monitoring from ADT and a little help from Google. Visit ADT.com to see how ADT can help make your home smarter and safer. Hey, Google.